Hi, Green Junkie. It's Stephanie Moram. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Tulani Thomas, the creator of the children's book series, Tutu Goes Green. She's a Duke University Law School and Business School alumni, former corporate attorney and ballerina that created Tutu's Green World because of the difficulty in finding certain books for her children's library. She wanted to find books with diverse characters and books that reinforced the principles that she held in high regard at home. She was motivated to start a children's book series and online green resource to assist other parents with teaching their little ones green habits as well. The next book in the series is set to be released in 2022. You can head over to my Instagram and TikTok at this is Stephanie Moram to follow along on my green journey. If you want to reduce waste and learn to consume less in just five days, you can binge my complimentary audio series. The links are all in the description. And don't forget to subscribe to the Green Junkie podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts. That way you never miss another green living episode. Tulani, thank you for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me, Stephanie. You're very, very welcome. Seems like uh, we've been following each other on social media for a long time, and we've been trying to connect to record this podcast episode. So I'm super grateful um, that we were able to make this happen. Absolutely. Same here. So when I introduced you, we talked, uh, I mentioned that you're an attorney. So how did you go from being an attorney to... Um, a green advocate? Well, um, I have to say, I probably have been a green advocate since I was uh, 10. <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> I mean, back then they didn't have that word green. It was more like healthy, health nut, that kind of thing. Um, so I think all my life I've been a green advocate. I was raised in a home where we heard, we held certain, um, certain, uh, ethos is in high regard, right? So we were very respectful of Mother Nature, very respectful of what we ingested, very respectful of of, um, our environment, more so inside the home. But as I, you know, became an adult, I'm practicing laws, very much not a sustainable type of industry. Um, (laughs) You start to, um, those things come back to you um, in your childhood once you start your own family. So I had uh, my son and then I had my daughter and that was really when I kind of took the plunge and I decided to start um, writing a children's book. And much to what you mentioned in my intro, I saw where, you know, those 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 um, principles that I was going to raise my children with. And at the time that I was already raising my son with, I just didn't see reflected in the children's books. And I said, why not? Why not try? It? Why not do one? Why not write one um, myself? And once I started that process, I I just decided, you know, I was fortunate to do it full time. Um, I stopped practicing law. I was a full time caregiver and I guess a full time author. <laughs> and I I say author, but I was also really uh, championing, championing um, living green. Right. Teaching that to our children. So showing my, you know, showing other mothers, showing other teachers, showing other caregivers that, listen, these green habits can start right now with our kids by just incorporating it into their daily routine. So that's how I got, that's how I went from law to green mom or green advocate. 
Right. I often feel like, and I hear this from a lot of parents, like this is what was true for me as well, is that the shift really started. Like I was into green living before I had kids, but Mm -hmm. not to the point that I am now. (laughs) I'm like really dark green now where I was very like (laughs) lime green before. And I feel like that shift happens once we have kids because now we're not just, you know, taking care of ourselves. We're taking care of like little people. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like little humans um, that we're shaping and we're trying to, you know, make sure they're not exposed to certain, you know, maybe toxic chemicals and we want to educate them on recycling and composting and all these things. And I feel like, a right. And I feel like this shift, and I've heard it from so many, specifically moms more so, um, that the shift really happens. Like I have kids and it's not mm-hmm. just about me anymore. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That I would completely agree with that. Um, affect them and they watch uh, every move. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so they have these questions and they're they're copying everything we do. So it's like almost putting a mirror up to yourself and you're like, okay, what do I want to show them? <laughs> exactly. And so you you wrote this children's book, right? Because you wanted to get the message out. You wanted to share with children and parents like how people can live more green. So what were the main talking points in your book? Like what messages did you absolutely want to come through in your book? Well, I mean, I definitely don't feel like I recreated the wheel. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely started with the baseline, the three R's. It's something that, and keep in mind, this book was written about 10 years ago. Okay. So back then, I mean, green and sustainability, I don't even know if it was really being talked about as much. Definitely not as much as it is today. So I didn't recreate the wheel. I just made it a lot more digestible, I thought, um, for children and also for caregivers, because that's who children are looking to to be taught, right? So my my book really breaks down the three R's and how these how the three R's are recycle. I mean, re, you know, recycle, use, reduce, and how they can be incorporated in daily lives of children very easily. And I'm talking about brushing your teeth, taking out the trash um, when you're at school, recycling your notebooks, just very uh, practical, tangible ways that children can incorporate green living every day. And was this book, did you create it also so that schools could have access to this book, let's say in their libraries at school. So other children could bring this book home and read it and, you know, maybe even expose their parents to green living that maybe their parents aren't even into it. Right. That's exactly right. I've, I found that when I was doing, when I was visiting the schools, when I was visiting libraries, when I was visiting different mommy groups, that would have me different nonprofit organizations even corporations like VP was one of a major supporter, if you can believe it, of um, my book uh, early on. I found that many parents would share with me how their children were almost becoming green advocates in their home, <laughs> telling their parents, turn off the water. You know, Tutu says to turn the water off when we brush our teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and they themselves didn't realize how how small habits make such great impacts. And honestly, that's, I mean, that's like one of the best things, you know, I I was, I was receiving, it was just so um, validating and rewarding. And I saw where, you you know, this, this 
this crisis that we're in, it absolutely can be changed and turned around one child at a time, one person at a time. And instead of looking at it as this great, great, great big problem, which can be overwhelming, just looking at our small acts, these small, small things that we can do that that do cumulatively make a great impact. Yeah. And and it's, you know, when my son even comes home sometimes, he'll be like, Hey, we did this at school with green living. And, you know, I told the class that we already do this at home (laughs) or (laughs) we already do this. Or I I explained to them that this is what we do at home to be more green. So it's fun when you have like a parent that's already green. So it's like they've passed it down to their kids, Mm -hmm. but then there are some families and, that just it's not on their radar to live green, be more sustainable. So it's mm-hmm. it's nice Absolutely. to see like kids going home, you know, saying to their parents like, hey, do you know you can like turn off your water when you brush your teeth mm-hmm. and we can save some water or, you know, yeah. um, X, Y, Z. So it just, you know, might not change the whole family and all of a sudden it's like a sustainable family, but it just brings awareness to the topic, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I think you said it right. Like certain, you know, a lot of times people weren't, especially like I said, back then, no one was really thinking, no one was really mm-hmm. talking about it. I mean, thankfully now today, it is a part of daily conversation, whether, you know, you walk into the store and you see reusable water bottles, you know, we didn't really see that as much back then. Um, but that, I, I don't know, maybe it's a cliche, but I just feel like change always comes from the children. You know, I learned so much from my children now. Sometimes, you know, not so great. Sometimes really good. Helps me with my technology usage. But children do, do absolutely, um, they are definitely um, pushing for change in their little ways without them even knowing it. And exposing the children to the green ideas indirectly also exposes the older generation. So that's been a good um, byproduct of, of the green series. <laughs> and without giving away like the whole story of your book, what are a couple of tips that you offer, you know, children that are reading your book or parents, like what are a couple of tips? Like you mentioned, you know, turn the water off when you're brushing their teeth, uh, when you're brushing your teeth. Is there any, like a couple more tips that you could maybe share that is in your book? Yeah, sure. I mean, Totally, like I said, um, not really recreating the wheel, just showing how little things make big impacts, you know, reusable water bottles um, and making it kind of fun, like personalizing them. Um, I also show how trees, you know, something as small as planting a tree in the backyard can be a wonderful green, you know, um, act. As well as um, with notebooks, you know, children, I don't know about your children, but my children do not ever finish their notebooks by the end of the (laughs) year. And, you know, what do you do with those things? So did the notebooks. So, you know, just like very small habits that make great impacts are shared with Tutu and Tutu goes green. Yeah. And I love that. I, I often, sometimes books are like overcomplicated, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you mentioned overwhelmed. So parents get overwhelmed or kids don't understand it. When you make it as simple as like, hey, you have a reusable water bottle, you know, make it your own. And when it comes to notebooks, um, what I personally do is, you know, since they've been in, you know, whatever, usually it was around grade one or two that they needed like specific notebooks. And they would use like five pages. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even recycling this. I'm just cutting the pages out and you're using it next year. You know? So I'm just like, you know, the schools, 
again, kids need notebooks and all that kind of stuff. But I think of all the notebooks, because we're on the topic of notebooks, that end up in the recycling or even the trash, because let's be honest, we could talk about recycling forever. It's not the answer to our problems, but if people recycled, it would help a little bit. So there's so many notebooks that end up in the trash or, or end up in the recycling and it's perfectly great paper. That's why I told my kids, I'm like, you're getting, you're using the same notebook over and over again until like it falls apart because you're only using a couple of pages. (laughs) I would always have like a few in my, in my car for those times when I have to like, you know, like they have to wait whether it's a dentist Mm -hmm. office and I would just give it, give it to them with a box of crayons, like go at it. The same notebook that you were going to throw away, you know, (laughs) go at, you know, something to doodle on, or even they would become summer journals. You know, like decorate the cover and they would write in it during the summer. But yeah, you're right. Notebooks. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get you started on the notebook topic. <laughs> well, I love that you wrote a children's book. Um, I love, you know, it's great that there's so many books out there about, you know, living zero waste or, you know, cookbooks about like reducing food waste. I love that those all those books exist, but I also love that more people are getting the message out in simple ways through a children's book. And let's be honest, parents, like adults can learn from a children's book too. (laughs) You know, it doesn't have to be this like high, like mind blowing, ideas that might be in like a more adult book. It can be as simple as, you know, like you said, reduce, reuse, recycle, um, you know, the three R's and just showing simple ways that children can incorporate this into their life. And hopefully the parents latch onto that and start as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been the feedback that I've received most um, from parents and say, wow, you know, it's digestible. My kids are getting it and they're on me to get it as well. <laughs> right. And if anyone, if you'd like to buy um, Tulani's book, I'm going to link it in the description. So you can click on that. It'll send you to her website um, and you can grab a copy of her book digitally, which super mm-hmm. affordable or the hardcover. Mm-hmm. And um, then you can start reading it with your kids and maybe you will learn something as well along <laughs> in the book, right? Right. And so if, you know, I mentioned where people can find your book, if people want to follow you on social media, anything like that, where can people find you um, so they can get more like green living info yeah. from you? Yeah, well, I have a um, a good social media presence where I definitely share, you know, cute green tips. And that's at tutusgreenworld.com on Instagram as well as Facebook, Tutu's Green World, and Twitter, Tutu's Green World. Um, see the see the consistency? <laughs> <laughs> and the website is www.tutusgreenworld.com. Um, certain things that you can look forward to from Tutu's Green World is we'll, we're going to go uh, pre-sale um, in December of 2022, uh, the Tutu's Green Crew series where yeah her and her friends now they're they're a little older and they embark on different adventures in their town um, with sustainability solutions so the first one will be on composting oh nice yeah so i'm looking forward to releasing that and on my website we do i I, uh provide a free monthly newsletter 
where I share green tips, mindful tips. Um, we highlight a, ch- a children, a children um, environmentalist uh, every month, and um, yeah, just trying to continue the green messaging. I love that you're like continuing the series, right? And that you have, you know, that it's coming out in December. So that's really soon. That's great. Um, and once your book comes out, I will fix the description. So if anyone is listening after December, 2022, you can check the description and I will put her new book there. If you're listening before, you're gonna have to wait till December and follow um, Tulani on social media to get updated when her new book comes out. I can't wait to see your new book. My kids are a bit older, but I do love children's books. And I love, you know, learning that way as well when it's super simple. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks so much for spreading the green message. I think you do an awesome job. That's how we connected. (laughs) You know, it's it's, um, a global issue, but it's always great to find different ways to push the message, you know, bringing some levity and some relatability. I think it's super important. So um, I appreciate being here with you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you for being on. Um, I appreciate you as well. And I, and I'm super grateful that you were able to hop on with me today to talk about this. If you're looking for more sustainable living inspiration, you can check out a couple of other episodes. Episode number 40, teaching kids how to adopt a green lifestyle. Episode 57, The Powerful Impact of Reducing, and Episode 61, The 80-20 Rule. Please share this episode with your friends, coworkers, mom, dad, uncles, cousins, seriously, anyone you can think of, I would would appreciate it. You can stay connected with me on Instagram and TikTok at This Is Stephanie Morin. And don't forget to subscribe to the Green Junkie podcast on your favorite platform. And you can always download my complimentary audio series. You will find everything mentioned in this episode in the description. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday, Green Junkie.